0: This episode of the A List podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag and indeed.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the A List podcast. I'm Quani Lunas, joined by Gary Washburn and H. Fraud Blakely. Hello. How are you? Hello,
1: Quani, big time Lunas. <laughs> Every time You're we start the down 93. What do you see? Quani. If you live in Massachusetts,
0: you might see me on a billboard, but I'm not bragging. I'm just humbly telling the audience
1: that they should keep going. Did she just do a humble brag to, to start said, you sure. Exactly. You, know. you just might see me while you're <laughs> driving <laughs> down <laughs> nine and three. I'm a billboard. But just pull over.
2: <laughs> pull over. Take pictures. Hey, Gary, she humble right Thirty at, on a billboard. Then she talking about how hard she had it. <laughs> <laughs> but you walked so I could run, my, Gary. That's my, what, it was, that's what career, we love, right? My career's been a real struggle. I wouldn't even. <laughs> I mean, there I it was is. 29 when I got my first billboard. <laughs> Wait, hold on a Touché. second. You say, yeah? <laughs> Can you believe All that?
0: Right. <laughs> anyway. Now that we've gotten that out the way, thank you for bringing that up. Let's talk about the Celtics because they do now have a void on their roster their roster as a result of Galinari actually tearing his left meniscus on this past weekend. So how do you think that we already talked about how much we thought he was going to bring to the Celtics. If you didn't get to listen to that episode, we actually had a conversation with him while he was back home. But from your two perspective, how big of a void is this going to be? for the Celtics at the beginning of the season.
2: Well,
1: that's the thing. I mean, I, I still think they're going to be a good team and they'll find ways to win. And it's not like this is going to be the end of the world for them. But, you know, when you listen to Grant Williams, you listen to Jason Tatum, you listen to all the guys, including Emay, including Brad, they've all talked about the importance of getting off to a good start. And having Gallinari, I thought, was going to make that process a lot easier for them because the one thing that when you look at that team from a year ago that they really never had with any type of consistency was a guy coming off the bench who could be a stretch big. Uh, you know, Grant Williams sort of kind of was that guy, but not really because being six, six, six seven, you're not really a big. Gallinari is a legit 6'10", can stretch the floor, has been a career high 30s, low 40% three-point shooter, and so, not having him around, it it certainly makes things a bit more complicated. But I think if you're the Boston Celtics, you'd much rather this happen now, at the before you even get to training camp, than to have this happen while you're in season, or or you know, God forbid, near the near the end of the season. So, you know, the, if you're the Celtics, you just be glad that if you're you're dealing with this type of adversity before the season starts, as opposed to when you're in the grind of the season.
2: Yeah, the season doesn't start for another two months. Uh, hopefully he'll be healed up and I think they'll take the cautious approach because he's 34 years old. They're not going to bring him back in a hurry, but I do think that, that, um, this brings kind of a, a sense of urgency to maybe adding another player to the roster. Um, you know, do you want to go with, uh, just what you have? Do you want to, uh, sign one of those guys or bring, does this give a better opportunity for a guy like Von ley or Bruno Caboclo? Um to, to make the roster out of camp, um, you know, they got some decisions to make and some things to think about over the next couple of weeks. And I think now that the Kevin Durant menagerie is over, uh, some guys will start signing, some things will clear up. So I think the Celtics will will have an opportunity to make some decisions on whether or not to, to replace, uh, Gallinari with a a healthier, younger player for now, then slowly working back in and say, okay, Danilo, you got to tell, you know, we'll give you till January 1st, you know, we'll give you till uh, first of the year to get everything, you know, completely healthy, as opposed to trying to rush him back, you know, or whatever, because obviously it's meniscus. So you're going to have to, you know, he's going to need to rehab. It's going to be soreness. He's going to have a minutes limit. All these things are going to happen because it's a process now. Uh, I think they're fortunate that it was only a meniscus. So I think this gives more of an opportunity to guys in camp and maybe uh, they invite another guy in camp uh, to compete for some minutes.
0: And Gary, you mentioned the fact that he is 34 years old. The reason why he tore his meniscus was because he was playing in the FIBA qualifier and that potentially could have been his last opportunity to play for his home country. Do you think that's something that, I imagine that's something that would weigh heavy on him as well. Not only the start of the NBA season, but something that is, really valuable as representing your country.
2: Yeah, um, you know, Italy's got a... I mean, he could try to play in Paris in 2024, he'd be 36, yeah. um, and he might be kind of the old man of the group, but there's been older guys before, especially in other countries that play. You know, Luis Scola played for Argentina forever, right? And so did uh, Ginobili and, and some of those other guys. So, I mean, I, I don't think this ends his international career, but... Let's see how he is at 36 and that would be the end of the contract pretty much with the Celtics if he opts in for next year. And let's see how he feels and wants to play in 2024 in Paris, because obviously he played in 2021 in Tokyo. He was kind of in, in and I was there for that. And he was definitely like a old kind of off the bench. He did not start for Team Italy, not to say he wasn't one of the best players. What they manage his minutes or whatever. You know, he was kind of that old guy come off the bench, play 10, 12 minutes, then go back and then play 10, 12 minutes, maybe in the second half or whatever. Um, you know, so for, for me, I think he still got another opportunity to play. Uh, not this, obviously not this FIBA time, but if Italy qualifies for the Olympics and it's going to be hard. I mean, um, Canada's coming for a spot. You know, there's a lot of teams now that are t- trying to qualify. In addition to Team USA, they'll be very competitive. Remember, France is already in because they're hosting the Olympics. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in two years. But I still think he has a chance. That's
0: good.
1: Uh, when you think about oh, sorry, go. What do you? think? No, I just, I don't know about that, Gary. I don't. I don't think. I think it's a wrap for him as far as international play after this. When you think about the number of the burrito, that, huh? Sorry,
0: I said it's a burrito because a burrito is also kind of. Continue,
1: Gary. You see what happened when you put you put you on a billboard? Oh boy, just you, because, start just, start you can just throw anything yourself. out there. You think it's? I'm sure start. at least
0: one person appreciated that terrible joke. You start feeling yourself. Yeah, you, Quaney. Anyway. If
1: you include yourself,
2: <laughs> it was absurd.
1: That oh, was no. horrible, Quaney. <laughs> hey, Gary, terrible. That was just terrible. terrible. It was. It was. Terrible. I'll
2: admit that.
0: I I, I know <laughs> when I've done wrong. <laughs> anyway, but, I th- I th- anyway, I
2: think though, one, he likes to play for remember, Ed- Italy didn't qualify for the Olympics mm-hmm. for like 12 years or whatever. So he didn't get a chance to play in the Olympics. So I think if he has another one more chance to play um on the Olympic stage, he'll he'll take it. You know, it might not be it might be a wrap, but I think the fact he was playing this time at 34, I think he'll easily go out there and, and, and this is just FIBA World Cup, he'll yeah. play at 36. Uh, when it comes to qualifying and if they qualify if italy qualifies for the olympics.
0: Do they do leadership type roles like your daughter's haslam where you could just kind of be there but you're not playing? It might be
2: like when I was there, when I saw Italy, I thought De Nilo, De, De Nilo was, oh he the best player in the team, but okay. he the kid that sound just how many the Utahs there, uh, jazz, Simone Fonicelli, he was the best player. That dude was real. Like I was like he's an NBA player. Um, he was the best player and he was kind of like a younger Gallinari Gallinari came off the bench. He did not start in any of the games like Nick Mannion, who played uh, at Arizona and his yep. dad, the Italian. He was like the starting point guard. So it, it for, the, for the Italian team, Danilo was kind of like the old head, kind of the coming off the bench. You know, he was he was definitely not the best player. He didn't earn, play all the minutes. But he definitely had a little he had a role as kind of like a come off the bench and score. You know, they yeah. definitely, you know, monitor, that's why it was interesting to see him, you know, like w- how it went down in this situation where you know they were kind of monitoring his minutes out there. I wonder what his role was like this time or whatever. And obviously this is a non-contact injury or whatever. But I think Sally, remember our interview with him, he seemed really he was definitely into playing the Olympics. So I think he'll probably go. And Let's you know, Italian Italy's not producing great players, so I, I would think he would make the team two two years. To ride. damn, let me get. So you say he about to get cut? <laughs> to, I'm saying I'm Gary. About to, saying I'm about saying waved?
1: No, about I'm to, saying he's going to make the decision to not play. It's not going to be them. They will gladly take him because oh, even okay. in two years, he'll still be like the third or fourth best player on that team, which is kind of sad if you yeah. really want to think about it. Keep it real. Um. I think, I just think his body's gonna be like, dude, let, let's stop, let's let's just stop. I just got married. Let's running with Celtics.
2: What they do with the body?
1: <laughs> you start thinking about things other than your body, <laughs> Gary, yeah. when you marry. Gary, too. you should know this. And family. Gary. Yeah, and I get it. I'm not even married, I get it. Come <laughs> on, Gary, don't act like <laughs> you don't mind. Do I need to make a phone call? Do I need call call call? to call Mrs. Washburn? I can't
2: with him. No, co-sign, Kwani. Stop
0: (laughs) it. Well, I know you two are not medical experts, but he does have this decision. He'll eventually get more diagnosis and figure out whether or not he has to do surgery. What do you think is the most viable option for the Celtics when it comes to his recovery period?
1: This is this tough. I mean, because the one thing the the problem that I have is that we don't know whether it was well. Actually, the fact that they're saying that. He can be back in a couple of months, lets us know that it wasn't a full tear. Uh because okay. if it was a full tear, he's probably looking at like, you know, Colin Sexton time out or 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 Wiseman, some of those other casts who missed extended periods of time with their injuries. So it's it sounds from all the information that we have so far, and again, we don't have a ton, but it sounds like it was a partial tear, uh, similar to what Robert Williams uh had when he we suffered his. His uh, you know, his partial tear near the end of last season and was able to come back in actually three and a half weeks. Uh they they listened as four so to six weeks. They put out an like process. three and a half. Yeah. I don't think that there's and I I agree with Gary on the fact that they will not rush him back uh okay. simply because they don't need to. The reason they went out and got him is because they want him to be part of their playoff run, part of that group that can propel them to two more wins in the playoffs than they got this past season. And you don't need him running up and down playing 35, 30, hell, even 25 minutes in November, December. But you want to have him into a nice flow, a nice rhythm, like when you get to February and March, so he can roll into April and May playing well. Now, does that mean they'll keep him out that long? I don't think so. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him on the floor until sometime after Thanksgiving, maybe even after Christmas. Even if he's been cleared to play, they are not going to rush him back onto the floor under any circumstances.
0: And I do wish him a speedy recovery, but as you mentioned, they have, the Celtics have decisions to make when to talk about next man up. But if you're looking for the next man up for your business, then Indeed is the best place for you to
1: go. Come back, billboard, Kwani.
0: Billboard, Kwani. What's the comeback? No one has a business like yours with its strengths and challenges. So Indeed actually makes hiring super easy for you. Over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resumes actually match the job description that they post, which makes it, again, much easier for you to find the person that will be suitable for the job that you have open. Indeed has such great talent that, in fact, three out of four of U.S. online job seekers search for jobs on Indeed.com each month. Even better, Indeed is the only job site where you can only pay for applications that match the job that you're looking for. So it's super easy to join. And especially because we've actually gotten you a discount. So all you have to do is go to Indeed.com slash A-List. You'll get a $75 sponsored job credit towards that first posting, which again will attract the best candidates for your job. Indeed.com slash A-List. Need to hire. You need Indeed.
1: Well done. I don't care what Gary Washburn said. That was
0: (laughs) well done. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But again, not to be corny, but we do need to talk about who is going to fill the void of Gallinari. From your perspective, who do you think can not obviously replace him, but fit into that role
1: for the Celtics? Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Grant Williams is the boy. answer to everything now. <laughs> See your boy Grant Williams. He's going to... Well, this this is the thing about Grant Williams. Uh, he was going to be in a really weird spot this season because... He's done enough, I think, to warrant more playing time, but they just brought in a guy in Danilo Gallinari, who, if we're being honest and real, is better. He's yeah. a better player, even at his age. Obviously, now that he's hurt, not so much, that's going to be Grant's opportunity to prove that the play that we saw for pretty long stretches last season wasn't a fluke. Remember, Grant was flirting with being a 50-40-90 guy for a few weeks during the season, which I think for those of us <clears throat> who saw him as 25 <laughs> consecutive threes, if there's no way in hell we would have thought that Grant would ever be flirting with a 50, 40, 90. 100. Forget yeah. about it. I mean, have a 50, 40, 90 week would have mm-hmm. been progress. Uh, but give Grant credit. He's put in the work and he's positioned himself to where he has to stay ready for his opportunity. And I think he's going to get that opportunity sooner rather than later. Because one of the things that I've, I've found with teams that have positioned themselves to win championships that I've I've covered in the past is that there's a different kind of trust factor that that core group has with one another, and whether you like or dislike Grant's game, he's part of that trust. That trust group, they trust Grant out there in a way that I, I just don't think they would necessarily trust someone else that they're bringing in from the outside, who might, may very well be a better shooter, might be a better rebounder. But are they more trustworthy than Grant? And and to answer that question, I think is no. Uh, and so Grant's going to get an opportunity to prove himself. Uh, with significant minutes early on, uh which is which again, prior to Danilo's injury, I don't think that was gonna be the case.
2: Yeah, I think uh Grant has an opportunity. I mean I think he played as many minutes as he did last year and ser- serve served the same role. Uh I think they might mix and match Al Horford a little bit, uh see what happens with him, uh depending his condition when he gets in the camp. And I said I think that they'll try to lean on. I mean, there's guys out there in terms of free agents who can help. Um, the Raptors just cut a guy named uh Mahalik, C. Mahalik, um, who used to kill the Celtics uh, with the Pistons and the Raptors. He's out there. There are guys out there in free agency that are gonna take the minimum that Brad Stevens has an opportunity to bring in, okay? And to to, to have a live body, a productive player, a guy who can play some spot minutes. You know, Brooklyn just signed Markeith Moore, So there are guys still out there. This whole Durant thing held everything up, right? So now there's, with the free agency, there's the haves and the half-nots, the dudes who signed the max deals and the big deals. And then the middle class gets kind of left out. And then you got all these brothers who are not quite good enough to make 10 or 12 million who are going to end up making league minimum because all the money's gone. And only two teams, San Antonio and Indiana, have any real cap space. And they're not trying to win this year. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities, a lot of players, you know, hey, my man, and I'm going I'm to say it right now, and 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 Sherrod better be with me, my man, Carmelo Anthony is still out there. Oh. Hey, uh, now. Carmelo Anthony is still available.
1: But Gary, there's a reason why Carmelo is still available.
2: Well, There's a reason I do, why. I do think – I mean, he shot he, – he had actually a good year with the Lakers last year. If you play him in a damn role, you know, you ain't asking him He's to stop, stop nobody, but you're asking him to hit threes. I mean, Carmelo could, could help his team. I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Shoot, he shot 40-something percent last year from three. He's not – he averaged 13 points. Let, let's look up Carmelo's numbers, shall we? I mean, to me, Gary's excited with it. Look, oh, he's been waiting. Like, bring, bring he about bring to write a column. Yeah, yeah. Gary,
1: Gary, like that little kid who's about to do double dutch, and he' about to go in, about to go in. <laughs> Gary has been waiting to go in on this all week.
0: funny he's been dropping nuggets of Melo like every week. Carmelo, he's he's got Mello, Let's but, he's look, he's let's look at numbers.
2: Carmelo shot forty four percent from the field, thirty eight from three, and averaged thirteen points a game last year for a trash Lakers team, 13 points on a team that was all he couldn't, who was going to give him the ball? Russell Westbrook, Who go, who's going to give him the ball? <laughs> and his brother came in and averaged 13 points a game. He averaged 13 points a game the year before in Portland and 15 the year before in Portland. So ever since he's been, he got exiled. He's been a productive player and his three point percentage 38.5 three years ago, 40 last 41 last year and 38 this year, this past coming year. So, why That's not? Take a look contract.
1: At it? He's, he earned it. So, Can Gary, why do you, think, you know?
0: think he's not on a team right now?
2: I think one, the Lakers <laughs> I'm not trying to, I sounded so petty, but like I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> you are being petty. Um, the Lakers, I think, How have to decide the whether they want to. They, I mean, Carmelo's not young. The Lakers have to. Dis- the Lakers have decided to go young. I think they went too old last year, and <laughs> it, it, they weren't. They were too damn old. Yeah. And Carmelo was one of those. That's why Dwight ain't got no contract. You know, they they went way too old. But my point is, I okay, bring in Carmelo. I'm kind of like I'm sort of serious in, in a sense. Give him a look. I mean, he can hit yeah. the three. He can show you. He can still play at this level. He's in good shape. You know, you ask him to stop somebody, you ain't asking Delinari to stop nobody. But I'm saying there's a quality of free agent out there now that the now that the market set itself to where you can get a quality veteran guy at a low price and you can bring him in. And as long as he's with the team concept, playing a certain way, playing in the system, knowing he's not going to be getting, 50, you know, 40 minutes a game and understanding he's trying to win the chip, There'll be a lot of guys in that line who will be team leaders, who will be the old heads and all that stuff that you need from a veteran that can come in and help this team. Because that's what I think this team lacks. I mean, we make fun of Udonis Haslam, but there's yeah. a reason that he keep bringing that dude back because he's yeah. a leader and it's not for his play on the court. I'm not talking about bring Udonis, you know, a, a guy who can't play. Carmelo can still play. There's guys... Dwight Howard can still play. Demarcus Cousins can still play. There's guys out there who are in their thirties who can still play that you can consider. If not, if it's Noah Vonleh gets that spot, and Bruno Caboclo, and, and, and Mafundo, uh, you know, Fiondu, Robin fe- Delhi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Fiondu. Fiondu first name Fiondu. Fiondu. If they take the spots, then let them. That's that's you're young. Yeah. But. I also think you, you, you could look and go get a veteran guy. Now, make sure he's a good locker room guy. I think these guys understand their plan for their careers. You know, they don't want to be Allen Iverson. You know, they don't want to be kicked out the league before their time because people are you can't, you couldn't accept the, I mean, Sherrod could tell you about AI in Detroit and how that went. I mean, you know, you don't want to be that guy. These guys want to still play in the league. So they're gonna do what you asked them to do, you know. The they're not gallery. gonna. They're, they know. They know this is not 2015 or 13 where they was making all star games and all that. Yeah. So yeah. to me, Brad has the option to look the free agent market, bring another guy in, and then if he loses minutes to Gallinari or if he if Grant loses minutes, oh well. You you trying to win a championship? You fill your damn team with some damn talent. You see the Warriors, see all the options they had during the finals? They pulled Otto Porter out, Gary Payton Jr., I mean, Jordan Poole. They pulled brothers out of the woodwork. Bits of Le- Balikia, they pulled dudes who could play, who did not. And they didn't even play their young guys. They didn't even play Kaminga and, and the other kid. They didn't play those guys because they didn't, you know, it's like, so to me, you fill your roster up with talent and you let yeah. them dudes fight it out. And the dudes who don't play just don't play. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Sure, I bingo, bingo.
1: Bingo. Bingo. Listen, Gary, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, but here's my biggest concern with, with a lot of the guys that you name. You bring them in, they give you a little sum something, something. Danilo comes back. Are they going to be cool with seeing their role basically being wiped out? because the Celtics are going to play Danilo when he gets back. No one that they're going to bring in is going to take Danilo's job. If you he causes simply-
2: a star then releases his ass. Like whoever it is, like the, to me, he's on a veteran minimum. Like you're you're not paying 10 million to these guys. Like to me, you have plenty of guys who will be like, "Okay, I'll play. I'll I'll sit on the bench and make 2.3. And then coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I think the the, the league, no, I think everybody understands. Now, I think from learning from Iverson, learning from other guys who made that same mistake, who, you know, look at, look at what Isaiah Thomas had to go through to prove that he could just come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Isaiah, like even Carmelo. Carmelo got banished from the league. Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, guys who have been kicked out the league or nudged out the league because – you don't want to do what we do? Okay, see you later. We'll get somebody who does. We'll get somebody from the G League. We'll get somebody from overseas. So if you're the Celtics, if they if someone calls in a stir, you get rid re- you release them or you yeah. tell them, hey, you can sign with somebody else. Because that's that's what you have to do. The Warriors filled their damn roster with talent. There was there wasn't one dude on the roster that you were like, that dude's trash. Hey, yeah, that dude can't. There was no Luke Cornett on the damn wow Warriors roster that's last fire, year. Right? Luke Cornett. I'm just damn, saying dude. it wasn't. There was not a Luke Cornett on the Warriors roster last year. There was not a guy that you looked at that roster and said, "Man, he just can't freaking play in the finals." Leave but him. But the
0: Warriors have been known for having that depth, and that that's obviously something that the Celtics. That's need what to, what you so have to do to match them. You got to pay
2: that money. You got to you know, if, and, and this is a minimum salary. I mean, look at the. I said, look at the, you know, they they benched Juan Toscano-Anderson. You don't think he could have helped the Celtics at all last year? I mean, look at the roster. Damian Lee didn't much play, and he was pretty good. Iguodala was hurt. Like they had guys on their roster who literally could have really helped or played in the finals and just didn't get a chance to. You fill your roster with talent, and then you let those guys fight it out. That's how I look at it. You do not like you don't know, this is this is the nba you let them fight it out hmm. if they if they're not um happy or whatever it is then you get rid of them and you talk yeah. to them and 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 make sure that they fall in line fair point fair point
1: I'm gonna let you go g cuz you got cuz you got on that motown t-shirt so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you slide what okay.
0: What? you slide
1: just because it's each yeah
0: before we move on let's give some love to bet online they're the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with the first to market odds and lines you can find reviews and news on every single league including of course the nba which is not in season just yet so for now it's mlb nfl nhl combat sports really any sport you can think of betonline.ag has you covered They continue to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting to props and futures. You can actually head to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join using our promo code, CLNS50, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. CLNS50, that's the promo code, and you can use that to get 50% off your first deposit. Bet Online, where the games start. We talked about some temporary fixes for. Galinari, but what about some long-term fixes? Where do you guys think those will come from? <laughs>
1: First you know, ball. Here's, here's the thing about the, the just the Celtics and what they need to do. As, as much as I think that they've added really good talent in the offseason, I still feel that they don't have like that one rugged, tough, thuggish dude that when he get in the game, Nobody want that smoke or they want that smoke, but they don't want too much of that smoke. I've always been a DeMarcus Cousins fan because DeMarcus, he's at that point in his career where it's like, he literally don't care what you think. And if you thought he didn't care when he was balling, now when his game ain't what it used to be, he really, really don't care what you think of him. Uh, He has no choice at this point, but to be about trying to help his team win, Uh, The challenge with him, though, is that he can be a little bit, he can be tough to to deal with. He can be tough to to harness. Uh, But I like Eme's chances. I like Eme's chances against DeMarcus. He's one of the coaches who I think could handle a personality like DeMarcus.
0: Yeah, because to Gary's point, you need someone that is a locker room guy and his reputation has not been considered to be a locker room
1: guy. And I just think he's different enough from Galinari that there's certain things that they obviously can do that are similar. He's not nearly as good a shooter from the perimeter, but he does give you a different kind of toughness, a different kind of physicality that, again, you don't need him to be out there playing you 15, 20, 25 minutes a night. If he can give you 10 decent minutes, you can, that's what you, that's all you really need from him. Mm-hmm. Similar to Carmelo. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Gary, well, uh, I mean, I think like Sherrod said. Uh, I
0: thought you are saying Sherrod I'm like, I don't know about that.
1: I can give you five. He <laughs> said, "Put think, me in, Coach." I got
2: five I think, in me. I think um, they do need <laughs> that's five free throws. They do need some toughness on the roster. I think they do need another veteran on the roster. I think that okay. to kind of run it back. And I said, we'll see what with Brogden. Brings in terms of leadership, him and how him and Marcus get along, Um, but I do think they need another old head. I just, I just think that's what they lacked last year. I said, if you want to look at the Warriors, Warriors as an example, Warriors had Iguadala, You know, he didn't play much. He's aging, but they had him on that team for a reason. You got to use your rock. I mean, the Celtics ran out there. You know, guys. You know who was uh, a. You know uh, who was. Guys at the end of the bench last year. Um, uh, who are Peyton Pritchard, my guy. No, no, not Peyton Pritchard. He actually played in games. The camaraderie guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, His name. Um,
1: Did she just say the camaraderie guy? The camaraderie when guy. That
0: was, on the bench and he was bringing the energy. <laughs> this is so terrible. League, you know, like, okay. The
2: league fix. <laughs> league, league fix, Keelan Martin. His name. Um, you know. I ain't helping he,
1: y'all nuts.
2: Nick Stauskas, they had guys, uh, they had They're, guys- at the end of the bench for a reason. Yeah, who just didn't, they had guys who didn't do it, like, who were just putting on a uniform. Nothing against them. They could be someday decent NBA players. Let's see, you know, I want to see Malik Fitz, uh, you know, does he get a shot? I think they, I don't know if Indiana cut him. Um, or re- I think they might have released all those guys to make room to try to sign DeAndre Ayton. But I want to see if Malik Fitz uh, can get a shot with a, with a and get some minutes and, and develop. You know, and you know what? Here's a guy that could help too. I'm going to say Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson had a very good I summer. I think you going to say Justin. Yeah. Justin Jackson, so he's 27 years old now. So, he, you know, he, he's far removed from... You know, his days in North Carolina, he knows what it takes. He can help this team too. You know, Justin Jackson can do some things. I have more confidence in him than other guys, but you can't just, I think the Celtics, they need to learn what they lacked last year in the finals and what championship teams have. Championship teams fill their roster because one, you got to play for now unless you got some real prospects, some form from number one, like the kid from Alabama, right? Uh, Davis, like you keep him on. I think he makes the roster or whatever you develop him. He's going to be a good player. They left the kid from France over there for another year. Like you develop your, your prospects. Okay. Those are two guys that the Celtics need to keep and develop and bring them next year. Maybe they can be some real minutes. Cause I think Davidson's is going to be a nice player. I like him. Yeah like the kid uh, Burgin from France. So you keep and develop those guys. But some of those yeah. other guys, you don't waste roster spots on Jawan Morgan. Nothing against these guys. You don't waste roster spots on dudes that can't help you. That's what losing teams do, right? Losing teams don't want to pay guys. You bring in veterans or you bring in either he's a veteran who can help you or a prospector who can help you or he's a leader. One of the three, nothing. These well, he's not quite good enough to play, and he's not quite a prospect anymore, and he's not really a leader. Well, What the hell is he? Just a wave of towel? You Why know,
0: it seems to be a trend with the Celtics, though. It seems as though they do usually have players that you're like, what? What is this guy here yes.
1: for?
2: That's the. See something problem. that
1: most of us don't, and then, then eventually, we don't get to see it. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it's not there. That's why we don't see it because it ain't there. They, I mean, that's they the thing.
2: There. It's like they don't. They they've got to, they got to learn from from the great teams. And Golden State taught them a lesson. You, they didn't have the depth to play to win the finals. They didn't have the depth. Jordan Poole had a great game. Like you know, Gary Payton Jr. came off the bench, scored 15 points. Like the Warriors' depth is what caught up with the Celtics. The Celtics. Running, you know, you're not going to run Jawan Morgan out there. You're not running Malik Fitz, unfortunately. Maybe down the road, maybe with some more G League time, or maybe for a team that's not trying to win, they can develop. But you sign dudes who can help you in th- in three ways. A leader, an old head, or a prospect. Davidson, you keep him. He's a prospect. You want to send him to Maine uh, for most of the year? Okay, because you don't think he'll play that third point guard? whatever. I think he's going to push Peyton personally. I think, I think Davidson's a dog. Okay. I think Peyton's a dog. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to have a fun time playing against each other in training camp. And I think they're going to learn a lot about David, J.D. Davidson. You know, I think that was a great pick from the Celtics. They didn't waste it on an overseas guy. They didn't waste it on the draft staff. They got a guy who probably came out a year too early and they benefited from that. But it was a damn dog. That dude had 28 points in, in the last summer league. That dude was scoring, getting three. Like, yeah. like, to me, I was like, damn, this bro can play. Yeah. So you got to get, bring, like Sherrod said, bring some dogs, some thugs. There's something they going no crazy guys. As <laughs> Sherrod <laughs> yeah. knows, and we were told, every great team has to have one crazy guy. Those Laker teams run our test, right? Yeah, With Kobe. Run our test. Well Kobe's kind of crazy too. Yeah, I was about right? to say. Kobe's <laughs> crazy too. In a different way. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kobe. But Artest Test was a cr- crazy guy. They had Derek Fisher for a hot. I mean, Derek, uh not Derek Fisher, the dude who beat Derek Fisher's ass. Matt Barnes. <laughs> Matt Barnes. <laughs> yes.
0: Who's Matt still on the podcast? Every great <laughs>
2: team, every great team needs a crazy guy. Hmm. Right? That's the motto. It, it, at least one crazy guy. Well, Who is the Celtics crazy guy? You tell me. That is the
0: name of this podcast episode. Please send your comments and response. Who will be the Celtics crazy,
2: crazy guy? guy? They need one. They need one. <laughs> who's a dude who's not quite right? Who can't get right? From from my, my from one of my favorite movies, Life. Can't get right. Who can't get right? Well, that's a mic
0: drop to me. I think that's something that we can all... Think about no, the next. We need station, need some, no, marinate. No, 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 we gotta, we gotta no, figure it out.
2: No, Kwani, no, who's a crazy guy? Send this to the Celtics. Let, let's get your thoughts, Brad Stevens. Bill, billboard lady, who do they? Who do you think <laughs> they should sign? I don't know who's
0: crazy. Like I need to figure that out now. That's why I said both let's teams let it marinate. Kwani, both
1: we'll teams come back play hard. hard. Make Missy. <laughs>
0: Before we go, once again, some love to Indeed.com. Of course, you can use that promo website, Indeed.com slash A-List. Promo code for betonline.ag is is CLNS50. Sherrod and Gary, do you two have anything that you want to promote? The Boston Globe?
1: I just want to promote the billboard that's on 93.
2: (laughs) Kwani, can you show the picture of us to our, our adoring fans?
0: I will send a picture to our- No, no, just hold it up. Hold it up. up. Well, it's going to look a little blurry. I figured she could like, Julianne could edit it in there.
2: Let's see, I got to
0: find it. Hold on. Here it is. Yeah, that was quick. For the YouTubers. It was already on the screen earlier. Don't do that.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying. I was quick. (laughs) Wow. Let me me find it. Oh, it's right here.
0: (laughs) Because I showed Sherrod before the podcast. But that's a wrap for this week. We could go on and talk about what else is going around the league, but we'll save that for next We're week. Talk about We're the, the We
1: talk about that could a whole episode about <laughs> and I, I mean,
0: we could do a little bonus episode, <laughs> but for like Gary, I would the not hard, like that. I'm trying hard times the of Lewis. 30,
2: 90, 30, She had to wait till she was 29 to get on a billboard <laughs> in a major city. The hard times. I had to walk. Huggles. I had to walk the school uphill. It's a hard knock right for us. Both ways.
0: Both ways. <laughs> That's a wrap on the a List podcast. We'll be back next week.
1: <laughs> we out. It's a hard knock life for us.
2: For us. <laughs>